0: Hi, my name's Tori. This is Grounded. Um, so basically, my idea for this entire podcast is kind of to create something for the people who feel like there's something wrong with them. (laughs) Which I feel like we all have thought that at some point. Um, but I wanted to create a space for... The people who feel like there is something that isn't is isn't right with them because of what society has told us or from what culture has told us and social media and i really want to create a safe space so that we can feel like there's a community of people who are possibly going through the same things we are, or are possibly going through their own things, and understand that you're okay and you're normal and you don't have to change whatever's going on. Because I genuinely think we have been conditioned by looking at social media culture and seeing all of these things where it's like, if you're going through this, this is what you need to do to get through it and this is how you need to fix it and this is how to fix yourself and this is how to change and blah 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 and when you're continuously listening to that negativity um continuously listening to there is something wrong with me I do need to change it you're going to think there is and I have found that within myself where I will go it's almost like I've turned into a hypochondriac hypochondriac I think that's how you say it But yeah, basically like the person who always thinks there's something wrong with them or believes that they have like, I think it's a hypochondriac is more of somebody who thinks that they have a medical like illness or something like that. But I guess genuinely that is kind of what I am. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just think that like, I'm like, oh, my stomach hurts. Like, I'm going to look it up. It might be this, it might be that. And then it's like, you know, I just like, I'm always over the top overthinking what i'm going through and thinking that like i need to fix it there's something wrong with me and it's really hard to live like that and i don't think anybody should be living like that and that is why i want to be here and help those people because it sucks and i want you to know that you're normal and you're fine and you know there are things that aren't normal and there are things that aren't fine and i think that you could you know you should be able to get the help you need but sometimes we just go through things that it's just, we're normal people. We're gonna go through. And everybody is wired so differently and was made so differently and was just, we have con- like extremely different mindsets and I'm going to experience something one way you're going to experience it an entirely different way and that sometimes is almost like hard to wrap your head around and I know for a lot of people nowadays it's fucking insane to wrap your head around that because people like to think that everybody has the same (laughs) has the same mindset but they're just choosing to do something the opposite of what they're doing Ever notice that? (laughs) Yeah, we call that a bigot. No, I'm kidding. Um, It's really hard to slow down. I've noticed, I heard in church recently where our culture is kind of in, is on go mode, I guess you could say. And it's true. You know, we're continuously being advertised different things that we need to should be doing or we need to get and it's like you know everything is kind of like a money scheme (laughs) type of deal and it's really sad because it's really like conditioning people into feeling like they need to have the next best thing they need to be doing this they need to be like just like you know i should be traveling i should be working out this is what i should be doing each day this is how much money i should be making this is how many calories i should be eating this is you know and it's like all so precise and there are people who live like that and it's to us you know the people who don't live like that i would say that's like you know like they're they're doing good and they're living like they're living their best life you know they they go to work they they go to the gym after work they eat really healthy they have a good paying job they went to college they you know engaged having babies you know whatever it is I think that like it's like we see that person and we're like yeah they're living a good life and I don't want to like even like you know shit on anybody who's living like that either because it's it's amazing and I think that everybody's life is amazing regardless how many accomplishments you've made because it's like it's just you're never gonna win because the other side of culture is that there's people who are ill there's people who do need help we're also in this tug of war game where you know like i said earlier you need to be fixed this is what you need to do to fix this this is how you do it and then if you flip that over, you don't need any help. So, you know, you're either doing too much, you're not doing enough, and you're never gonna win regardless. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with either one of those. I think that we should not be, feel like we always need to fix something. We should feel accepted and we should feel like we're not gonna be judged for what we're doing or how we're living our lives but at the end of the day you will always be judged and you will always judge other people for their lives so I hate to break it to you but you're not gonna win regardless the only person that you are going to have to please is yourself at the end of the day because you're the only one living in your skin the only one living your life so you might as well just do whatever you want for instance I never went to college and growing up I was really insecure about that because I was homeschooled my entire life, you know, all my friends were like, oh, I'm doing this for college, I'm doing this after school, you know, this is what I, my goal is. This is, you know, and I felt like everybody had a plan. And I didn't. I was continuously flip-flopping from what I wanted to do all of the time. Couldn't make up my mind, and I also, my parents were not really big into college. (laughs) Let's be honest, like they were just kind of like, you don't need college. And I'm not saying it's their fault, you know? They, I think that it's definitely their age and when they were raised. I think it had to do a lot with their generation. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't don't blame them for that in a way I'm kind of glad they were like that because I think that if they weren't and I was going to college for something pointless and then I would feel like shit when they you know spend all this money on college and then I'm like oh actually like I want to be a stripper you know and then it's like and then I would just feel this like guilt and shame and I would it would suck and especially with my parents I'd be like fuck this is the worst but you know it's fine and yeah so I think that not having that support um it kind of made me feel like it not as motivated to do it but at the same time it was like by them saying you don't need it made me want to go into college um And, yeah, so it was just, like, a very flip-floppy feeling, and I don't know. But at the end of the day, it was, like, I had really bad anxiety from feeling like I should be doing something. Why am I not doing anything? Why are all my other friends going to college and I'm not? And it sucked. Like, I felt really... I just felt really lost and for some reason growing up i felt like my purpose in life was to find a job and go to school for that job and then have that job for the rest of my life and retire with that job and that was what i was supposed to be doing with my life and for so many people that is how it works and that works out for them but it's just not in the cards for me i kind of have learned to love starting over and learn to love trying new things because I'm, I'm just very, you could say indecisive, but I think that I'm just like, I love change. I love it. And, you know, you can also blame that on ADHD if you want, but I'm not even going to try and self-diagnose myself because as you can see that, what was that word I said earlier? The hypo... Let's see. I looked it up earlier. Hypochondriac. I'm starting to get that again, where I'm like, you know, I'm wired this way because of this. No, it's just the way that I am. (laughs) But yeah, you know, I think that that it's fun. I love it. I love trying new things. I have had a million, not a million, I've had a lot of different jobs in my life. And I really have loved having those new experiences and being able to learn all of these new things and yeah, it's fun to me. And I think that I will always love to try new things and make money from it. And who knows, maybe one day I will find something that I am so passionate about and I will make money from it for the rest of my life. And I'll retire with it. Who knows? But as of now, I'm just like, eh, that doesn't really sound, like, interesting to me whatsoever. So, yeah, I'm just kind of going with the flow. If I want to go to college for something, I'll go to college for that, and I'll do that for, like, a second, and then I'll be on to the next adventure. (laughs) But that really dampened my spirits growing up because I really was, um, I felt like that was, you know everyone around me was going to college and I wasn't and I felt like a failure and it gave me a lot of anxiety to the point where I would have these really bad panic attacks and I really didn't like growing up I had like kind of uh I had a really shitty childhood I'm not even gonna like sit here and try and like be like yeah it was kind of bad it was bad to me and I had to experience it and yeah but I think that my way of escaping from that at times was to imagine this life that I would have and I'd be living because the one that I was living I couldn't bear to be in so when I would have an idea of what I wanted to do with myself and my life I would go after that and then the minute I didn't have that I felt like I was cheating myself and I was cheating my dreams and it would break me and i would think that i was going to be stuck in the same life that i was living forever and i could not bear to be there so yeah like having those little dreams and fantasies were my escape route and yeah it was really hard i definitely got over that like later on in life um but it took a while to not be like a future planner all of the time and just like continuously stressing about the future it's so hard not to do that or stressing about the past like when we go through embarrassing moments oh my gosh I like still like there's still things that like have happened like over 10 years ago where I'm like why did that happen that way and I wonder if that person still remembers you know it's just like overthinking really is like the worst self-destruction we can do and it's just so not worth it another issue I have with overthinking kind of similar to that situation is when I it was it was worse when I was younger I've gotten a lot better with it but when I would see people doing stuff with their day and I wasn't like going back to like how social media can be really toxic um I would be like Snapchatting people and they're out doing stuff with their week and their day and I'd be like just relaxing and not doing anything. And honestly, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that for years we weren't doing anything, all of us together, and we couldn't do anything. It was like out of our control and we just had to make the best of it. So I think that now that I have the choice to go out and do things, I feel like I need to be doing things and I need to be like up and about. And it's like, okay, like I was just like sitting around for like however long COVID lasted and like lockdown was. And now it's like, okay, we're getting back to normal. Like I should be doing something. I'm the type of person that really needs to rest my brain and my mind and process and have time to relax and think about things before I like jump into something new. As you can tell I'm clearly an overthinker so a lot of things I just really need to like process and like think about how I'm feeling and how it's affecting me and how I can better myself from it and how I can you know and that kind of sounds interesting because it's like well you're overthinking you probably shouldn't be overthinking you shouldn't be sitting and like dwelling in it but like for me i i need to sit and think about it and kind of tell myself like this isn't a big deal you need to stop worrying about this so i also get very burnt out easily um i get overwhelmed by people easily i'm really empathetic so a lot of things that happen or things people say to me, it really affects me strongly because I think a lot about it and I've really put a lot of people's emotions and selves before myself. So being an overthinker and constantly being on edge really will affect me physically as much as mentally and like I said, I've gotten a lot better with this. So yeah, I would feel like really embarrassed for some reason. It's not like I need to be doing anything and usually when I am doing stuff, I'm not normally on my phone while I am but for some reason when I'm just laying in bed snapchatting someone while they're out doing stuff, I get so insecure for no reason. I feel like I look boring and I don't know why being boring like bothers me so much, but yeah, I think that just has to kind of go back with what I was saying, how we lived really boring lives for a long time and now we have the choice not to and I just feel like, again, like I'm cheating myself with that as well. I really have gotten so much better. Um, I started meditating daily a few months ago And I know the people who do not meditate are probably rolling their eyes because it seems like such a scam and I completely get that because I was one of those people who was just completely uneducated about meditating in general and I had no idea what it was or why people did it and I just thought it was like kind of one of those like weird things that like the granola people did and I was like okay like I'm proud of you and I'm happy for you but I just like that's not my way of life. (laughs) But... It is seriously like game-changing it is amazing and if in case you like aren't really like sure like me like you just kind of like put it in like on the back burner and you were just like I don't really care about learning about it but maybe if it does spark your interest basically I feel like you can meditate for anything but it really just helps you for me personally get out of overthinking and being out of my head and focusing more on my breath and being present in the moment and so you go through this breath work and you're sitting in silence and you're just focused on where you are in the moment which is being wherever you may be you know I usually do it in my bed so I'm present right there in that moment in my bed where I am in life and I'm breathing and I'm not sitting there thinking about where I've been in the past where I will be in the future just that moment that is all that matters and it is literally like has changed me so drastically there have been times where i've been like working i'm a nanny so it's not like too big of a deal but like if the kids are like sleeping or something and i'm like okay that was just a lot that just happened like when they're both awake and they're all like they're chaotic and they're excited and they're like want to play and one's crying and like you know there's a lot going on i'll put them down for their nap and then i'm like okay (laughs) i need 10 minutes And there's been times where I will literally like sit in the bathroom and I'll just like sit on the floor and just meditate. And it helps me feel so much better. I don't want to feel irritable, especially not working with a three-year-old and a seven-month-old like I do. So yeah, it's, it's not only beneficial for you, but the people around you. I also have started journaling. I started that in October and that is oh my gosh I can't even like really put into words how important that is to me because overthinking you know especially like me too I'm like very ADHD so a lot of things are like bouncing off the walls in my brain and it's just like a million things at once and when I can just sit and write that down it seriously helps so much because it feels like there's 10,000 things going on at once, and it like affects you both mentally and physically, so it's like very beneficial to just write all, like write everything down that you're feeling and you're thinking, and when you can look at that on paper, sometimes it's a lot, but like sometimes it's not as much as you think it is, and you're like, okay, like yeah, I have to do like a few things, And there's also a few things that like happened that I'm still thinking about and a few things I'm worried about happening, but when I can look at it on paper, it's not as bad as it seems in my mind because like our minds can really play tricks on us as you know. So going back to what I was saying about how I'm a nanny now, I want to talk about that for a minute because I, like I said, I've had a lot of bullshit jobs my whole working career. and. I was working during the pandemic in an eye doctor's office, and I loved that job. I cannot stress that enough. I loved that job. I loved every single coworker I had. I loved every single person I worked with, and I'm the type of person that I can, when I was dealing with a crappy customer, I'm the type of person that's able to say, okay, they're having a bad day, clearly, and they're taking it out on me. I'm not going to let it affect me, I'm going to do what I need to do for them, and hopefully I can be a positive part in their day. So that's kind of the mindset I had, and I, it really changed the way that I worked, and at times, you know, I would be going through my own things, and then somebody going through their things, we would kind of, like, bud heads, and it was really hard emotionally on me dealing with a client who was, like, nasty, as I'm, like, on the verge of like tears myself so it was like it would it would hurt but i was always able to get through that and i'm really like grateful for the people that i like worked with and the people i worked for that were like very supportive when i would like be going through this type of stuff but yes so during the pandemic i had this job and for some reason you know we went through our lockdown we didn't work for a while but when we were, like, back up on our feet as a company and we were working, um, for some reason I feel like people were all of a sudden, like, worried about all aspects of their health. Which, I like, kind of makes sense, you know? If, like, people are like, okay, I can't really do anything about the situation but maybe I need to, like, maybe I should, like, really start focusing on my health. Which is, like, a good thing. Like, you know, I'm glad that people kind of had that mindset at a time because it's, like, something's gotta give. I was happy to, like, see that. So, Yeah a lot of people were coming in for eye exams and we got extremely busy because also not only were like people more focused on that they were also you know it's been a while I haven't gotten my contacts and I I need to have an eye exam and you know you're supposed to do that yearly in case you didn't know you should get your eyes checked yearly um so yeah people were coming in for their annual eye exams and it was just like chaotic and crazy and I think that happened with everybody you know when they were like in jobs you know people were like oh I need to go get this done now because I haven't in so long and I haven't been there in so long and I you know it's something I can at least get out of the house and do so I really do understand like people you know being like okay well I have to get an eye exam so this is like it, this is an excuse for me to get out of the house and go do something loved it anyways it was very stressful on me and everybody that i worked with it was a lot and we hadn't seen people in a while and then all of a sudden we saw everybody at once and for me that was like very overwhelming and i couldn't do it and i felt really stressed out and i was like oh my gosh like i cannot be around this many people at once and i also i worked with a lot of people who did not love their job i loved my job but there were people that did not and they worked with me and I was a technician. And so I was the person that would bring you back into the room, you know, go over the like do the refractor with you and such. So, I kind of would take all of these patients because a lot of other people were like I hate my job, I hate my life, I don't want to be here and they didn't want to take patients. But I loved my job. So I being the over compassionate person I am was like you know what yeah you relax you have your time I'll take this patient and I'll take this patient and this one and this one and it got to a point and I'm not saying that you know they never worked like I said I loved everybody that I worked with and I'm very understanding of people's like feelings and such but it got to a point where I was like okay this really is a lot on me and I would work 12 hour days and I would take all of these patients and see all of these people all different moods attitudes faces it was like you know it's a lot and I was constantly having this um my customer service voice all day long and that gets so exhausting and I know the people that work with people like you know what I mean it is a lot to speak like that all day long with so many different people and I don't care who you are you know me loving my job loving people wanting to get to know people wanting to help people It was still a lot for me. So yes, the people who don't, I feel so sorry for you because that's like, oh gosh, like mm, the introverts, oh no, I pray for you. You're going to my prayers daily. But yeah, so I really needed to take a break. I went back to nannying and I mean, I also had a lot of jobs in between all of this. There was this, you know, that was kind of a while ago when it comes to jobs and where I am now. But basically, yes, now I have this nanny job and I'm just taking, I, I really focused on taking this year to focus on me and focus on my mental health and do what I need to do. I dedicated an entire year because I spent 22 years living for everybody else and thinking about what everybody else wanted for me and overthinking what everybody thought of me and now it's like, no, I can dedicate one year to what I want and what I need and my mental health and yeah so I'm really proud of this year I'm really proud of how far I've come and what I've been doing and that involves being a nanny and that was another thing that I feel like I would get really insecure about when people would be like oh what are you doing where do you work and I would say I'm a nanny and you can kind of there's there's some people who are like oh like that's really cool you know But then there's other people who are like, oh, okay. And, you know, they kind of give you that, like, passive, like, reaction. And it's kind of like, you can kind of tell they're, like, thinking like, oh, that's a bullshit job. (laughs) And that's also, you know, me overthinking. I, whatever. But it's come to the point where I'm just like, I don't care. Because you know what? I'm cheating the system. I'm getting paid good. And I get to sit at somebody's house and take care of the children. And they're really good kids. And I love them. And it's the best so yeah but that was another thing that I would get really insecure about um for a long time but now I'm in a space where I'm just like I don't give a fuck you know this is my life and I'm gonna do what I want with it if you want to go to school and you want to learn how to do something and stick with your job I'm happy for you and I love that for you and I'm proud of you and one day who knows maybe I will but as of now I can't I just oh god I cannot so here I am a nanny and I love it and I love my life and (laughs) I mean there are plenty of things I don't love about life but you know be positive I'm I'm speaking into existence love my life love what I do and I'm going to be grateful that I have a job and I am making money and I'm doing what I need to be doing right now by quote it is said What if our purpose in life had more to do with who we are than what we're doing? My pastor said that in church um, a few months ago. And it really hit home for me. Because at the end of the day, it's not going to be all the accomplishments we made that mattered. What's going to matter is how we react, interact, and attract others. And I live by that. Because one day we're all going to die in case you didn't know that, (laughs) one day we will all be dead. And what is going to matter is how we treated each other and how we loved on one another. And I can assure you right now, if you're in my life, the day you pass on and I'm at your funeral, I'm not going to say, wow, they really had a bullshit job. Their life sucked. You know, it's that is not what's going to be the first thing that comes to my mind. What's going to come to my mind is how great of a connection we had and how wonderful you were to me and all of your good moments that I will miss every day. That is what's going to matter. So basically what I'm saying, you know, this went on... <laughs> I went on a million bunny trails, I know. But what I really am saying, the conclusion of this is that you are never going to please everybody, ever. There will always be a side that says do this and a side that says do the opposite. And you're gonna have to choose this path in the middle of what you want to do and not be swayed by either side because there are gonna be voices that are a lot louder than other ones but you need to make sure that your voice is the one that's loudest and you're doing what you want to do and what is best for you because other people do not have to be in your shoes. They can imagine themselves in their sho- in your shoes and they can, you know, be as compassionate as they want but at the end of the day, not even that is going to be enough because they don't have to have the thoughts that you have the brain that you have, the entire mentality that you have Nobody is ever going to understand what it's like being you and living in your life. So do what you need to do for yourself. And it's hard. It can be really hard at times. And it's so easy to say, oh yeah, I'll do what I want. But when you're like me and you care a lot about others and you're like, but I don't wanna affect this person, it can be really difficult and I understand that. Like I said, it took me 22 years to get through that. And now, sitting at 23, I'm still dealing with that here and there. And I have to constantly tell myself, no, no, no. No, Tori. No. Do not fall back into that pattern that you have lived your entire life. I really hope the best for you. And I just really hope that, I don't know. Who knows? I don't want, you know, it's not my place to say what you should and shouldn't do with your life. I know that. I just... I care about everyone and I just want you to be doing what you need to be doing for yourself. Even if doing what you need to be doing is maybe going through healing, which is going to suck and it's going to be a lot and you're going to be really miserable reliving whatever you lived in your past and going through it and being able to come out stronger. I want that for you because that's what's best for you and it's gonna suck but you know what I believe in you and you can do it because we are so much more stronger than we can ever imagine ourselves to be anyways have the best day ever and do good okay peace